This message comes from NPR sponsor Bluehost, introducing Wondersuite. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few questions and get a unique, customizable WordPress website or store right away. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. President Biden and congressional leaders gathered at the White House today to discuss Biden's request for billions of dollars in new aid for Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer addressed reporters after the meeting. There was Democratic and Republican agreement that it was essential we help Ukraine. We also talked about the border and how it's so important to deal with the border. The president himself said over and over again that he is willing to make uh, to move forward on border. House Majority Leader Mike Johnson says that U.S. border security takes precedence over Ukraine. We understand that there's concern about uh, the safety, security, sovereignty of Ukraine, but the American people have those same concerns about our own domestic sovereignty and our safety and our security. New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, who also attended the gathering, says changes to U.S. border policy must be bipartisan, reasonable, and consistent with American values. Writer E. Jean Carroll has testified that Donald Trump had repeatedly slandered her following her public account of his sexual assault. Carroll's testimony came in the second day of her defamation case against Trump in New York. More from NPR's Andrea Bernstein. As Donald Trump looked on, Carol, who already established in a previous trial that Trump sexually assaulted her and then lied about it, detailed the way she said Trump had continually defamed her. He said, well, President, that she was a liar and had to be careful. In 2022, he called her a con job. In the past week, he called her a liar and said she had a totally fabricated story. Even in court, when played a video of Trump disparaging Carol from last May, Trump said in earshot of the jury, that's true. Each time Trump makes statements like this, Carol said he unleashes a flood of slime, including death threats and rape threats. Trump's lawyers say she's received accolades along with the criticism and that she enjoys the publicity. Andrea Bernstein, NPR News, New York. A new report from the Federal Reserve says shoppers spent freely over the holiday period. That's backed up by retail sales data from the U.S. Commerce Department. NPR Scott Horsley has details. The Federal Reserve's Beige Book, which is based on anecdotal reports from around the country, found solid consumer spending at the end of last year, which met or exceeded business people's expectations. That's in line with the Commerce Department's numbers, which show retail sales rose by a better-than-forecast six-tenths of one percent last month. The Beige Book also points to increased travel and tourism in some parts of the country. Home sales are still weighed down, though, by elevated mortgage rates. The Fed is expected to start cutting interest rates at some point this year, although it's not clear how quickly that might happen. No rate cuts expected at the central bank's next policy meeting, which is scheduled in two weeks. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. Wall Street stocks fell again today for the third straight session. The Dow lost 94 points. The Nasdaq fell 88. This is NPR News. A spokesman for Qatar's foreign ministry says medicine from dozens of hostages has reached Gaza, where Hamas has been holding civilians since early October. Under an agreement mediated by France and Qatar, every box that arrives for a hostage will be accompanied by 1,000 boxes for Palestinians. It's unclear where or when the medicine will be dispersed, under the first agreement between Israel and Hamas since dozens of hostages were released in November. American composer Peter Shekely has died at the age of 88. 
As NPR's Jeff London reports, Shikali wrote pieces played by major symphony orchestras, but he was better known for his satirical compositions. The son of an economist and a science teacher, Peter Shikali was born in Iowa and raised in Washington, D.C. in Fargo, North Dakota. As a teenager, he played bassoon professionally and ultimately ended up as a grad student at Juilliard, where he studied composition with Roy Harris and Vincent Persichetti. But he became best known for his zany, outrageous PDQ Bach pieces, which delighted musical audiences in concert and recordings for over 50 years, with titles like Concerto for Two Pianos versus Orchestra, The No-No Nonette, and Iphigenia in Brooklyn. He picked up five Grammy Awards, four for PDQ Bach and one for himself. For NPR News, I'm Jeff London in New York. And I'm Shay Stevens, NPR News in Washington.